Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Now, I do want to talk about the Garda Síochána stopping people going to the airport over the weekend. When I say stopping people for unnecessary journeys and finding them. Now, of course, if you go back in time to October, Ryanair took a case against the Irish state, uh, obviously because of the decline in business, saying that they are a state where restricting people and leaving the country. And the state argued, no, we're actually not, because the Department of Foreign Affairs say, although we advise you not to travel, and that is the government advice that you should not travel for an unnecessary journey, uh, there is no actual law against it. Yet, on Garda Síochána have taken it upon themselves uh, to, to be at Dublin Airport, setting up checkpoints, stopping people. Now, we'll get to that in a few minutes and I'll talk a bit more about it but I want to know you know the Garda you have handed out fines 711 fines 200 more are being processed on the spot fines for not wearing masks and for drivers and walkers travelling outside the 5k um, uh, obviously the 5k distance that you're allowed to walk or run or whatever it is you want to do anyway uh, since the fine came in the week before last so they are handing out the fines. Now, I, I'm a little bit unsure of the legislation as everybody is by the way because even during that particular court case um, the government were criticised for bringing out confusing messages and confusing legislation. People really don't know what they're actually being fined for. When you get stopped by Angarda Sheikhan in your car and he says, where are you going? You say, well, I'm going to the shop. Or they say, and they say, well, that's not a necessary journey. Here's a you know, 100 euro fine. What's it actually for? Is it for breaking the 5K or is it for not obeying the orders of Angarda Sheikhana and turning around if they ask you to go home? And are they actually giving you that chance? Maybe you've been, you've got a fine over the weekend. Uh, let us know. Did the guards actually say to you, well, listen, you can't do this. Can you go home? And you went, no, I'm not going home. It's worse than Okay, fine. There you go. So, I mean, did, was it for disobeying the orders of Angarda Sheikhana or is the fine for actually in breach of the health regulations? Because there is questions being asked about the legality of some of the fines but that's I suppose for the future and for somebody to have a look at the the High Court in relation to that but in relation to what we're talking about the company claimed Ryanair claimed the restrictions were unconstitutional and breached various health acts uh, the European Convention of Human Rights and the European Charter of Fundamental Rights it said the government's travel measures were outrageous confusing and detrimental to both public uh, and its to the public and its business but the state argued Ryanair had no legal basis to bring its challenge against the measures, that the courts could not intervene with this advice, and that the airline's proceedings were moot and pointless because they stated that the state claimed they disputed the claims, arguing the measures are merely advisory and not binding in law by na- in nature. So if they're not binding in law in nature, why are the Garda Síochána up at Dublin Airport? Or, or other airports possibly, I only know about Dublin. Uh, let me know, maybe you were stopped and let me know what you think. Um, and maybe things have changed since then. I don't know if they have. Maybe Ryanair have a case to go back to court again. But the question I want to simply ask you is, you know, international travel, for example, there are countries like Gibraltar, Malta, Cyprus, Montenegro, Greece, and many other countries have a lot lower cases than Ireland and you've probably less chance of catching COVID-19. And yes, there is a government advice that you shouldn't travel, but many people have gone ahead and made their choice to book their holidays. Do you think it's irresponsible to go away on a holiday at the moment? Now, Making sure, of course, that you have all the checks and balances, that, you know, you have your negative test, etc., etc., etc. Is it irresponsible to go away on holidays? Let me know what you think. The number is 87 The question I'm asking today is, is it irresponsible to leave the country at the moment for a holiday? Let me know what you think. The number is 87 Now, let me just, if I can first, I want to go to Ita. Ita, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Ita? Hello, hi. Ita, now you had a little bit of a fiasco. What, what happened to you? 
Well, last Monday morning, I came to Lufthansa, uh, the Frankfurt Airport, Lufthansa, okay. flying out of uh, Germany. And I didn't have a COVID test because the, the, I had booked my ticket twi- uh, two weeks previous and the apparently restrictions changed on the Saturday 16th of January. Um, I did not receive anything at all from Lufthansa or anything, but you are to look on the government website. But um, I did ring the doctor and uh, he said that no, you wouldn't have, I wouldn't have had time anyway. To 72 hours, you're supposed to have the test done and everything by yeah. the time I flew. There's okay. no way I would have had that time. It wait. wouldn't have been feasible for you to do no. that. Okay. No. Okay. So came, came, and he was there, dropped off five o'clock in the morning, blah, blah. They came, opened the gate, six o'clock, 20 past six, and next thing I was completely stopped in my tracks. And I said, I'm an Irish citizen. I need to get home. No, 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 you're not. The restrictions changed. And, thing, and I said, who are the restrictions changed by? Your Irish government. Well, then let me be dealt with, with the Irish government then. And let me think. No, 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 no. Absolutely refuse me blankly. Would not let me so on they the flight. So they wouldn't let you onto the flight? No, no way. Well, okay. So okay. I spent, there was one other guy along with me who wasn't Irish. Anyway, that was fine. Spent the whole day in, in Frankfurt Airport waiting to have to get tests and this, that and the other. Also, how I much How much do they charge you for the test in Frankfurt? Uh, 150 euro. Okay. And how long does it take to get the results? Um, well, it took about six to seven, eight hours. Okay. All right. So by okay. the time you get there, I found, by the time I found the web, the, the test centre, by the time I did this, yeah, and yeah, I was course. completely shocked. I was up since 3, 3.30. I was completely I know, I know, I know that I, feeling when, oh, when yeah. you just can't think straight anymore. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, okay. went, got my test done, done all the paraphernalia, fine, correct. Uh, I'm assuming it was negative, yeah. It was negative, absolutely. Yeah. So came with my little printout the next day, blah, blah. Oh, I had to pay €560 Euro for a flight home the next day. Oh, because obviously you couldn't get on the flight because they considered it not to be their fault. You had to pay for another That's flight. Right. Okay, That's all right. right. Uh, who was that so, way, by the way? Ryanair, was it? No, uh, no, 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 Lufthansa. Lufthansa. Oh, Lufthansa. Twice, Sorry, I do apologize. Both, time, both times Lufthansa. Okay. So that was fine. Came to the airport the next day, sat, waited for the, the gate to open, blah, blah. Did, everything was fine. And... The guys came along, one girl behind the desk, and the other two had a podium out by the queue of people. That was fine. Now, trust me when I say, I'd say I was, there was about three Irish on this flight in total. And the rest were complete foreigners. Romanian, Croatian, Indian, Pakistani, Irians. Trust me, loads of kids. They were all there. That's fine. We're all entitled to travel. So, I sat there and I left half of these people go through because I had my case already pre-booked anywhere underneath in the baggage. That's fine. So I was there listening and I just had a very funny feeling. And why God was I correct? Came to my turn. He asked me my passport and he asked me. This is Irish. I- okay, just to clarify, this is Irish immigration we're now at. This is no, no, no. Oh no, no, no. We're still. In, in we're still. Are we still in Frankfurt? Still Sorry, in Germany. We're still in Germany. <laughs> okay, okay. So, Sorry, go on. Come on you confused me on just a little bit there. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Okay. Came through with because this is my second flight. Came through with my little passport and my boarding card, and that was fine. And your negative and test. Said, That's good. And my neck. Oh no, 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 no. You didn't. They did not ask me. They didn't they ask you first. They never asked me for a negative test. They never even mentioned COVID. Nothing. They left half a flight. Go through, because I've sat there purposely, and I watched, and not one person... So why do you think you were asked the first time if nobody... It's just a matter of whoever the staff member happened to be or something. Well, you ask, you tell me. Oh, well, the same that doesn't company. make any sense. No, well, that, well, that, it's either policy or it's not policy, but go no, on, anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, so you'd imagine did, so. Did this, when I looked at your man, and I, and I said, well, you're needing anything else. 
And he said, well, what would I be needing else from you, ma'am? And I said, maybe a COVID test? <laughs> sorry, to, sorry to laugh, Ita, but I'm, yes, just, I, 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 I'm actually watching you and your man now yes. in my head. Yeah. And he looked at me and was like, uh, go up to your woman there. Go up to your, <laughs> that lady up there. So I did. Oh, she jeepers. completely, She jeepers. completely got it. She understood. Yeah. She, when she looked up the website and she said, you're right, it did change on Saturday the 16th. And she so they didn't. They didn't go back in and kick everyone off the plane no, again, did they? No, no, no they did not. No. In fact, they left the rest of them in there too. Right, with no COVID tests. And your man came up to me and after, and he says, "Look," he said, "Do you see all them people?" Now I am not telling you any word of a lie. No, I'd be looking you, for me money back here, but go on. Do you on. do you see them people standing over there? He said. He said, "Do you know these?" I he pointed out Indians. There are a lot of people with kids and all that. And he said, "Do you honestly think they can afford a COVID test?" Right. I look, looked at him stupid and I said, and you think well, that was I was like judgmental of him, mind you, but however, yeah. I, I No, I, I get the point he was making. So it seems to be a case of whichever staff members were on. It's not actually, well, it's meant it to be policy, been. yeah. It shouldn't have been. So then, yeah. now, we get on to Dublin. This is where, where the fun starts. Yeah. This is where the fun starts. Right, so you arrive, you arrive in Dublin. Yep, and pa- the, the pilot does the whole, welcome to Dublin Airport. Uh, yeah, 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 welcome to Ireland. Came to the immigration, yeah, and got through. There's a lot of people went through before me. Blah blah. Few were, were turned back because of the locator form. Right. Okay. So came up to you, woman, and I gave her my passport. She said, "Have you got your locator form?" I said, "I've done it online." She said, "Well, can I see it?" I said, "What's a what's a locator form?" The locator form that you have to sign. You have to do it every time you come to an airport. That to where your location and where you're going to be residing for two. Oh weeks. right. Okay. 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 So okay. gave her that, blah, yeah. blah. So yeah. anyway, I looked at her and she says, that's fine. And I said, you're not looking for anything else off me. And she said, well, what would I be requiring you from you, madam? More. <laughs> and maybe a COVID is she, test? Is she a sister of the brother of the guy in Frankfurt? Yeah, no? Exactly. Yeah. I said, a COVID test possibly? That I just paid and 150 was- quid and wasted 500 quid on a flight for. Yeah, go on. Screaming out at the other day. Oh, it cost me 800 euro that day. Yeah. 800 euro in all in all. Taxis, hotels, you've got it. Mm. That's what it cost me. And anyway, she looked at me and she says, go out there now, she said, and say something to that guard. That poor old guard looked so done in that I just said, I watched people coming through as I stood on the stairs. And I said, you know what? I was too tired. I was too stunned. I was too shocked. I was too traumatized to even stand there again. I mean, I... I also, I do want to acknowledge, although you notice that many people you believe weren't Irish, many of those people could have been Irish. They may not just be, you know, indigenous Irish, is the, I think the point you're making. Them. Yeah, but I'm just, no, but I'm just saying, they might have had an Irish passport. You don't know. Oh, they did. Oh, they, oh, they did. No, no, no. I, I, I know, I'm just, like, I'm just covering myself here, easy. You know I what I mean? I don't want someone giving it out to me. But, excuse me, after my experience, I saw the passport and a lot of them were in Irish. Okay. You know what? Because I was talking to a few Okay, well, let, well, let's, you know let's not going? focus too much on that you aspect of it. Did you know where they're going? They were what? going over to work in meat factories. Oh, well, no, Dan, did yeah. you talk to well, everyone? <laughs> they weren't all going to work in meat factories, no, I'm assuming, Eza. Watch your language, will yeah. you? Eza, <laughs> you're, you're losing the reason there now. Okay, no, but, 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 okay but I want to get back to the original part of the story, and the main crux of the story here is that yeah. you, it, it didn't seem to be policy, it's a member, depending on what staff member yeah. was in Frankfurt, but when it came to Dublin Airport, what surprised you more was, because it was yeah. policy, and it's meant yeah. to be policy in Dublin yeah. Airport, you weren't even asked for the COVID test you paid 150 quid for. Yeah. You weren't That's even right. asked for it. 
They were now, mind you, can I just point out, you're the second person to tell us that in the, the last seven days. We had somebody on I last week, something similar, with a similar experience, So, uh, and who didn't have to produce their COVID test, even though they went to the trouble of paying for it. So, wow. And that other person was exiting Ireland at the time, by the way, exiting Ireland. And well, there you go. But I tell you this, I will, can I point this one out, Neil, to you? Mm. I will give it, Germans were wrong, because my husband is German, mm. and he wronged the Germans. He was absolutely livid. And he rung them. And they absolutely, in no way, shape or form, should have stopped me that morning. They're investigating now what happened over there. Well, if the policy was brought in quickly, there should have been a period of time, you know, a weaning in period for those who had already booked a flight or were on their way to the airport or whatever it happened to be. Yes, of course. Oh, I agree. Yeah, of course. the, the, The thing is that my point is that where was the Irish government in all this? Where, where was our test centre in Dublin that these people were told, OK, when I made the point of it that morning and on the Tuesday morning when they were all left go free, and I said to him, well, he says they'll get it done in Dublin. Now, I came over waiting and expecting people to be brought to a test centre like I was done in Frankfurt. There was nothing. There wasn't. I saw one guard. And so you're, so what you're essentially saying, it seemed to be, to be like a bit of a free-for-all. It was absolutely the most ridiculous scenario I've ever come across in all my life. Why can't Ireland do it like the Germans did? They were wrong to stop me because I was an Irish citizen, but they were right. They were absolutely... Because it was their own policy, yes. Correct. No, they were correct on demanding a COVID test. I came through on a flight that in the end, that wasn't COVID-free, but Mm. that if... No, we don't know that. Well, why cannot Ireland do this? Why cannot Dublin do this? Why do they turf out these restrictions? And next thing, boah, everything is in chaos. But the Germans got it right. If they did what the Germans did on Monday morning to me and say no, and to anybody else that came up with no COVID test, they said no. Sorry, well, well, I, I'm looking at the news here today, if it helps you in any way, that they're deciding today that anybody who arrives in Ireland now, uh, from today, without a COVID test, while well, the Cabinet are discussing it today, um, will now have to pay to stay in a supervised hotel. And they're discussing now that the, uh, the, these hotels are quarantine centres, as they're calling them, uh, will have security on them to stop people leaving. 14 days <laughs> and I see it when I, when I I believe it when I see it to be honest with you. yeah I believe it when I see it yeah. and also they said a whole year a whole year of people travelling in and out and people are right now don't say I was over on holiday I was not I am not on holiday yeah what were you doing and people are going to ask me now what were you doing what in Frankfurt I, my, I have a husband over there all right, okay. And my marriage is important to me, and I hadn't seen him in well, months. Well, that's fine. No, that, 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 I, I would consider that to be a necessary journey yeah. to see your and husband. And it was necessary to me because there is going to be life after COVID. Of course there is. And, and, and your, relation, I, your relationship is important for your mental health. I wouldn't disagree absolutely. with that. And I, have a, and I have a, um, a terminally ill son here. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, by the way. Yeah, and I try to explain... What's, what's wrong with your, with your poor son? He has. Uh, I can't say that now. Over. Okay. Thing. All right. Okay. Well, I, 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 I know you said he's terminally ill, but I hope he has. Uh, um, you know, I hope he, he's feeling okay, and I hope he's healthy oh, enough well, to that well, point. Well, that's why I kind of tore back again. You see, I just kind of quick, quick and quick for me. Okay. Well, li- listen, Ita, I could talk to you all day because you, you talk a million miles a minute and you're a wonderful speaker. But listen, thank you for, I think you've certainly put across your story very well. And I think absolutely you're 100% right. There's no point in you having a COVID test if nobody's going to ask you for the bloody thing. And there's no point in us having COVID tests if we can just let people willy-nilly enter the airport and they can wander all over the country. I get the point you're making. Isa, thank you very much. So scared. Have a good day, Isa.
Okay then. Have a good day. Thanks very much indeed. It's wonderful talking Bye. to you. See you. Bye. Okay, now, well, there you go. Ita's kind of summed it up there. But I, I think that's going to change, to be honest with you, because as and from, as I said today, the Cabinet are discussing these new quarantine hotels, uh, which will more than likely be uh, c- uh, protected by security guards. In other words, you won't be allowed to leave. It'll be like Hotel California. You know, you'll check in, but you'll never leave. Um, and if you arrive in Ireland without a COVID, a negative COVID test, be you Irish or be you foreign, um, you will have to stay in one of these hotels. And you can also get a fine of up to two and a half thousand euro or six months in prison uh, for not having a COVID test. Now, and of course, the human rights people will obviously have to have their say in whether there will be legalities involved in locking people up in a hotel, essentially, or I suppose imprisoning people, you know, Irish citizens. Now, you could say it's under public for public under the guise of public health, but I'm sure the human rights people will look into this and see how legal that is. Now, let me get back to going on holidays. So, as you know, the Department of Foreign Affairs is advising you, strict advisory, that you should not leave the country and go on holidays. That's the advice. That is not legally binding, according to them, the, the state themselves, in the courts with Ryanair in October. That is not legally binding. That is just advice. The state said, the state disputed the claims, argued that the measures are merely advisory and not of a binding uh, binding in nature. But yes, Ungarda Shekana are saying it's unnecessary and stopping people at Dublin Airport and giving people fines. So who's right and who's wrong? And would you go away on holidays? Is it actually irresponsible to go away on holidays? Let me know what you think. The number is 87 John, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, John? How you doing, Alan? John, is it irresponsible to go away on holidays when the government are telling you, listen, we don't want you to go? Now, there are countries that have lower levels and cases than us, so they're probably safer places to be, to be honest with you. But there are countries that have higher levels as well. So is it irresponsible to go away on holidays? No, and I'll tell you why. Because people have been locked down long enough and are sick of it at this stage. And the fact that the government, NEFA and the HSC now are fining people and the police now are fining people. But they're stopping so people what, from going as far as I know. Yeah, they're actually turning or, people around. Yeah, and fining them. Uh, like the government, NEFA, the HSC and the police are now fining people for just going about their daily business is unconstitutional. And quite frankly... Well, they're not, well, they're, they're, should, their argument is they're not fining people for going around the daily business. They're fining people for going outside their five kilometre uh, without uh, you know, having a, a reason or a good reason to do so. Well, no, you said there earlier on that they will find people for not wearing masks and all that. That's this right, yeah. Seven, 700, yeah. in the last week and a half, well, it was about a week and a half since they brought in these fines, the on-the-spot fines. Uh, the Guardi have handed yeah. out 711 fines and 200 more are now in the process, uh, going to the DPP, of on-the-spot fines for not wearing masks and drivers and walkers for travelling outside the 5K. That's the point. I mean, people's rights and civil rights are being eroded. You spoke about their civil liberty there weighing in on this. Civil liberties are doing nothing. They're sitting back and letting the government take away, take away everybody's rights and they're not doing a single thing. In fact, the civil liberties of this country need to stop and just go away and get somebody in there who will take on the government because the government are quite frankly saying, right, we'll tell you how to live from this point on. You don't have to think anymore. We're going to take over your whole living. But they're, they're basically saying it, your civil liberties are not as important as public health. Uh, that, well, that's more or less what they're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but your civil liberties now are important, and you're of a man who'd know more about this than I would. 
But the fact of the matter, the, these people are more or less saying to you now, your civil liberties don't matter anymore. What we say is what, go, what goes. And quite frankly, this is unconstitutional. And this government now needs well, to... Well, we need to probably check and with a barrister. We, well, we, I, I must actually try and check, find out myself. Because at the time of the Ryanair uh, case against the Irish state back in October, Ryanair, who I'm sure probably have the best barristers in the country because they can well afford it. Uh, at the time, they certainly could. Maybe they can't afford it now. Uh, the company claimed the restrictions, this is in relation to people leaving the country, by the way, not in yep. relation to 5Ks or anything else. The restrictions yeah, were unconstitutional and breached various health acts, the European Convention of Human Rights and the European Charter of Fundamental Rights. But yeah. the government said at the time that that was an outrageous ca- uh, claim to make as the state is not stopping people basically leaving the country and it's merely advice. So no, if it's merely advice, why are the guards stopping yeah. people? Well, here's the point, Niall. At Dublin Airport, I'm talking about. Obviously. Yeah, but here's yeah. the point, Niall. I mean, here's the legal point of all this. I mean, the, the government now are looking for this zero COVID bullshit that they're going on at the, with at the moment. Well, we some people believe COVID. it's a good theory. I don't buy it, but uh, yeah. You can't go... Look, we all know that in order for the body to get immune to something, it has to be exposed to whether it's the mm. corona, coronavirus... Yeah, but if you're, if you're somebody who's elderly or with underlying symptoms, you'd rather not do that as well, John. Well, that that pretty, would be no, the case for a lot of people, all right. No, you can protect them as they're doing already with the vaccine. And yeah. look, they're not even rolling out the vaccine. This vaccine yeah. should be rolled out a lot quicker. Well, there's, as you or may not have heard, there's problems now, of course, with the vaccine that we're seeing Germany order stockloads of it uh, outside of the EU uh, recommendations of the EU uh, rationing, I suppose, of the virus. And then you have the, the new virus, the Oxford virus as well, or the um, that one there now has been bought up by the British government who we believe have paid five times what it was originally priced at. So it seems that when it comes to these particular vaccines, um, you know, the, the vaccine has been given out to the highest bidders. Yeah, which is very unfair, by the way, in very poor countries. Yeah, but, but that's the problem. That's the problem, line. I mean, this government now are, are dragging the heels of everything, and they're more or less saying to people, "Look, we're going to keep this lockdown until there's zero uh, infection in this country." That's madness. And at the end of the day, this government needs to be put out power, and somebody take over the reins who are not mentally. Okay, uh, but, get, but getting yeah, but get, getting back to going on holidays. If you got the opportunity tomorrow to go to say. Okay, Cyprus is a low number of cases. Gibraltar, Malta, Montenegro, Greece, they're all reasonably low numbers. If you had a possibility of going to one of these countries tomorrow uh, on holidays, um, would you go? Yeah, because it's my human right to go. And whether the, gro- the government... And what do you say to people who say, you're being irresponsible, John? The government are advising people not to be going on holidays. You know, you're just being irresponsible. The minority of people out there who want everybody to, you know, stick with these restrictions and lockdowns forevermore... I don't give a toss about them because I'm sick listening to them and I'm sick of them pushing their, uh, you know, their opinion on everybody else. Oh, you should do as we say. And if the government says this, you should jump so high and say, how high should I jump? Look, now, we can't have this lockdown in society forever. Forevermore. We have the vaccine say, let's roll around. Well, the, the government are saying it won't be forevermore, but they are predicting that there will be restrictions for the next at least six months. I'll tell you now, this is going to go on another year because the government are dragging the heel on everything. OK, well, well, hang on, hang on, because I have to go to break. Stay there, John. Now, John believes it's going to go on forever, the government dragging their heels. And for that reason, uh, he'd be quite happy to go on holidays. He doesn't believe it's irresponsible at all. It is government advice. It's not illegal. By the way, there, there, there's no, it's not illegal to travel outside of this country. Can I point out to you? According to the government, it's government advice. And it is a very strong advisory. They're asking you not to go on holidays or, or not to go away. So... 
I want to hear from anybody who may have been stopped at Dublin Airport over the weekend. The Garda Shea are stopping people uh, for travelling outside of their 5k and also for an unnecessary journey. And the Garda Shea tweeted about that, by the way. Uh, they tweeted that they would be there and they're doing this there for people who are travelling unnecessary journeys, not just within Ireland, but internationally as well. So I want to know, was anybody actually turned away? I mean, I'm assuming they did. I'm assuming they stopped cars. I believe they were even stopping taxis and asking people in the taxis where they were going. They did dish out a lot of fines. And I'm assuming they turned people around who were going on holidays and not allowing them leave the country. To me, that sounds unconstitutional. I could be wrong. Maybe somebody with a legal mind is listening. Um, To me, it sounds completely unconstitutional, considering there's no legal ban on leaving the country. There's an advice that you shouldn't leave the country, but there's no legal ban on it. I'll be interested to see what Simon Coveney has to say about that. Uh, the number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Is it irresponsible to go away in holidays? Yeah, well, certainly over the next six months or so, that, that advisory is definitely going to stay there. So between now and probably August, realistically, you're not going away in holidays. Unless you choose to do so, and you manage to not get stopped by the guards. All right, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Numbers 087-188-0008. Some of the texts coming in, Lord, you'd need a holiday after all this nonsense over the last year. You probably certainly would, all right. I wouldn't mind a no holiday myself. But then again, the government are giving travel advice that you're not to leave the country. But as I mentioned already, in October, the state argued that there was no legal basis for Ryanair's challenge in court because it said that the um, the courts could not intervene with this advice and that the airline's proceedings were moot and pointless uh, because they said the base of the state disputed the claims are the measures are merely advisory and not binding in nature or law. So it seems they're not binding in nature or law, As, but I suppose they are binding in nature and law because there's now a threat against you, a legal threat, by Angarda Shea if you do try to travel outside the country. But Grace, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Grace? Hi. Um, it's quite complicated and confusing from a legal point of view, Grace. I don't believe the Garda Shea are fining people for leaving the country, but fining them for disobeying the orders of Angarda Shea So, but is it irresponsible to even want to go? Well, this is the point at the end of the day. I, I, I can't get over the selfishness of some people in this country. Why is it selfish? Why is it's it selfish, selfish to want your human rights? Why is that selfish? That's not a, it's a human right is to stay healthy. It's to stay alive. It's to be looked after over an elected government. That's our human right. Yeah, but we all have different views on how our country should be run. That's democracy. Well, isn't that's it? why we have yeah. a government. Yeah, and the government I- at the moment, uh, via the science, has told us that it is dangerous. We cannot look after Yeah, okay, you. they have told you that and they've advised you not to, but they haven't brought in a law saying you can't because they can't bring in that law because that law would be probably unconstitutional. No, it can't be unconstitutional. This is the whole basis, that this misleading unconstitutional aspect. Constitution is based on legislation. In other words, legislation has to follow the rights of the Constitution. So the government, the Constitution... I know, that in 1937, under the Public Health Act, there was a, a line put into the Constitution in relation to public health. And I get that. That was to do with TB at the time, right? Um, but I don't think they would have had anything there but leaving well, the country. Well, that's, 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 that's the preamble of the whole thing. The point is, at the end of the day, you're right to assemble, you've right to see speech, you've a right to travel, you've all those rights. But legislation follows those rights. In other words, the government of the day puts legislation... But legislation can, con- can, uh, can tr- contravene those rights. That's what I'm saying. The yeah. government of the, of the day puts legislation into action 
protecting that constitutional well, then, okay, okay, I get that. Now, at the moment, there is no law says you cannot leave the country, right? There's a government advice on the Department of Foreign Affairs website. They're advising us, uh, a strict advice, not to leave the country or not to go away on un- unnecessary journeys outside the country. They can't really ban it because it would be bad for the economy. And they are, there are people who have to leave the country for whatever reason, uh, back and forward for work or whatever it is. But John is saying... You know, he would like to go on holidays tomorrow if he could afford it or wanted to go. And you're, say, and you're saying he's being selfish. Yes, he is being selfish. There's a pandemic in this country at the moment. Oh, People are dying. Hang on, John. It's the government's job under obligation. All democratic countries have a right to protect the common good. And the common good is to help the people. There's no point in having ill people in our in our in our society. But they'll always the be ill people, do, in. and the government do. But nothing. there'll always be ill people in society. Yeah, but we yeah. pay taxes for the government to look after us. Now you know me; I would be a kind of a, an antichrist one way or another. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, at the end of the day, we have. I'm, to I'm surprised, Grace, because I've listened to you over the last five years, and this is the first time. And please don't take this as a personal insult, but that I listened to your opinion being somewhat subservient. It is subservient because of the necessity... But you've never been like that before. I've never no, heard you speak like that before. No, but the thing is, this issue didn't come up before. The importance of this issue is the common good. If John Doe or Mary Jane... Well, John is go, there, yeah. Well, let, yeah, actually, well, let, let John Doe respond to you there. John, you're being selfish. It's for the common good, and you've everybody else to think about, not just yourself. Niall, I couldn't give a toss for her opinion, because I'll tell you what... Well, I'm not, I can hear that, yeah, but okay, but yeah. let's not be I'll rude to what, each other, okay? No, no, I'm not going to be rude, I'm not going to be uh, rude. Okay. I know you have your policy there and all the rest of it. The fact of the matter is, uh, Niall, and your caller there, the fact is, your human rights supersede this nonsense that this government is going on with at the moment. My right to live a normal human life is being superseded by this bullying of the Irish government, NEFA and HSA and police, Shut my life down and many other people's lives down. As for Grace, I don't care. She wants to follow the rules, follow the rules. But don't impose them rules on me and other people who don't believe in them. I don't, don't believe in this them pandemic. I don't impose them on well, you. I'm giving my point of view. Well, I mean, I mean the, the point, and somebody texted in already and said to me, we're being conditioned to view our constitutional freedoms as being selfish. Case in point. Yep. In other words, exactly. you've, ju- you've just said that. That we're viewing our constitutional freedoms, the freedoms that the men and women, I suppose, of of this country many, many years ago fought for, those freedoms that human beings have fought for throughout the world, we're we're now now viewing them as being selfish. No, we're not. not, We're going all all astray here. The point is, at the end of the day, the Constitution stands as a basis for legislation. And the government of the day are, are governed and obligated to look after the common good. It's a completely... Things about on Well, people argue about the common good. When we talk about the common good, I'm not going to get into a whole COVID-19 debate today, but there are many doctors and scientists around the world who have different views on it. Only a study there a week and a half ago suggested that lockdowns actually serve little or no purpose, that countries with very strict lockdowns have fared off worse than countries that had lighter ones. Okay, but the point the point I'm making is that we're trusting a government and we're basing we're basing this on our government's opinion and our government's view of what should be done to protect public health where not everybody has the same view. Of course, that's the whole reason for the constitutional right to decide. The problem is you're entitled to your opinion. But but is the constitution not there to protect us against governments? Erroneous erroneous governments, maybe in some cases. And the legislation is in place to protect 
that constitution and you as member of the common good, as it is in, the, in, in every democracy. My point is, the the those doctors and consultants can have different views and opinions. Our constitution and the constitution of the, lib, of the, the, the Western world allows them those opinions. Okay, well the, but the government of the day must, Sarkistan must, are obligated under oath at, uh, to observe the nature of... But but is public health not just about physical health, mental health and social health? The WHO actually described it as that once. At the moment, we're very much focused on physical health, which is in relation to (laughs) COVID-19. But I mean, there's a text in there. Somebody says, I recently went away on holidays uh, with my seven-year-old son and my eight-year-old daughter with my husband. And the reason we did it was for our own mental health. We needed a break after everything we've been through through the year. So I do believe it was a necessary journey. Yes, and that that, uh, 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 that obliges that person to uh, to uh, form a um, degree of conscience. Uh, the conscience. Well, of is, the that, is that not a fair point? Is that not no, a fair point? It's a necessary journey they stated because of their mental health. Yes, and that, that they take that decision then and take the consequences of what they do. Well, when you, uh, okay, there's no, well, there is no consequences as such. Apart once they check all the, you know, dot all the I's, et cetera, et cetera, and have their negative COVID test when they're leaving and going back. We're all told by the scientists, Niall, that you can assume that you have the virus until proven otherwise. Well, 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 if you're going away at the moment, you do prove otherwise because you must have a negative test to go and return. So if that's the case, what's the problem? Well, the problem is at the end of the day that they, they, if they spread the virus and they're... But no, but, but let's be logical and reasonable about this. If you're going away on holidays, let's say tomorrow I want to head off to Cyprus. They have a low number of cases at the moment, OK? You know, per thousand, etc., etc. Lower than Ireland. So if I'm going to Cyprus and I get a negative test 72 hours before I leave and I get a negative test as whatever the, the Cypriot government demand of me uh, to come back again, I probably have to have another negative test before I leave there to come back to Ireland again... Um, I don't have COVID-19. I'm going to a country that has less instance of COVID-19. I'd be safer there than I would be in Swords where I live in Dublin. So, well, reali- so realistically, what's the problem? What's the problem? You have to come back from Cyprus. You have to obey the laws. You have to go to quarantine. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, no, no, you will, yeah. You, you go to qu- do your quarantine and everything. You know Not with a negative test, court, you don't, by the way. It's like signing a will. It's like signing a leave. Yeah but, you, won't you, yeah, but won't you do all the things that you're meant to do? You don't have to go into quarantine, by the way, if you, if you have a negative test, again. but however. No, but the point is, at the end of the day, if you are advised not to do something, whether it's legislation or not there, your conscience uh, demands that you do it. Or why should I have a conscience? I haven't done anything wrong. Why are, why, why are we being told we're doing something wrong when I actually have... Well, stay there for a second. Let me go to Robbie as well. Robbie, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Robbie? Not bad, how are you? Uh, Robbie, I mean, this, this, I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, the government are advising people, and I want to reiterate that. The government, the, the advice is that you don't go away on holidays, right? But some people feel it necessary, and that's whatever their choice is. There's checks and balances there to have a, a negative COVID test, you know, and wherever country you're going in, you have to go through their checks and balances when you're returning anyway. So, why is the problem? Well, I suppose the thing is that, as Grace said, it's all about the greater good, really. It's just people being asked to just kind of stick in with this for the time being until we pull through it. And, and that's what you're being asked, you know. Yeah, but, the, but, but if you're being asked to do something logical, you would say, well, OK. For example, if I told you tomorrow, listen, I want you to go around wearing a hat on your head because I think it'll help COVID, you'd say to me, that's a ridiculous notion. I'm not going to wear a hat on my head because it'll stop COVID because that's not even true. So now at the moment, you're being asked to produce a negative test going, asked to produce a negative test coming back, um, and you're going to a country, say, for example, that has low number of cases, which is probably less instant than Ireland, you have less chance of catching it even than Ireland. So, if that's the case, and by the way, I want people to stick to the travel advice and not go, but if they do, where's the problem? It's not illegal. Well, for 
not. Well, but hang on, Grace. Well, hang on, Grace. Let me, let me just go back to say, Robbie, go ahead. No, it, it's, as, as I said, it's, it's not illegal, but we're just asked not to do it. To be perfectly honest with you, why would you want to go away? Because I don't think there'll be anywhere to open in any of the country. No, we'll be told anyway. not to do it. You know? Sorry, sorry, John? <laughs> sorry, uh, just to cut in there, I mean, we're being told not to do it. We're not being asked not to do it. We're being absolutely told by this government, never, and HSC and police, if you step out of line, we're going to fine you. So we're being told our liberal rights, our civil rights have been taken away and eroded away by this same government, and that is not constitutionally or legally binding. Well, it is legally legally binding. There is the Health Act. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, we have every right to live our lives and say to government, you know what, you look after your hospitals, you look after your coronavirus bullshit you're going on with, but don't impose... It's not In fairness, John, it's not bullshit. It's not bullshit. John, you you can have your opinions, John, if you want to, and that's fine, but let's let's not be saying things like it's bullshit. People have died from it, John. There are people who have died. Yeah, yeah, you, we can argue about the restrictions, we can argue about the way we react to it, but let's not argue about the fact yeah, that it yeah, exists, yeah. because otherwise no, you sound yeah, exactly. like lunatic. No, let, 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 let me put this piece, I mean, all of there today. You have scientists there who agree, you have scientists, the same people on RT, the same people on our, everywhere saying the same thing, and then you have scientists out there, do you know what, guys? You have to live with this thing. It's not going to go away. And the restrictions... Okay, absolutely. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with that aspect of it. There's different scientists all over the world and we should be having a not a group think on it the way we currently have at the moment. I'm not disagreeing with that, John. But I don't think there's a sane scientist in the world who thinks that it doesn't... Ex- that the virus doesn't exist. Exactly. Okay, so I, I think... That, so, okay, let's go back on that. Okay, we're getting... Robbie, I do, I do agree with John on one point. That if everything is there, the government have already brought in a restriction. They've already argued in a high court in this country that it's not it's not legally binding. That you can't force people, obviously, not to travel by in its very nature. They've argued this at Ryanair. That's how they won their case against Ryanair in court in October uh, when they, when Ryanair argued that it was against uh, breach various health acts, European Convention on Human Rights, and the European Charter of Fundamental Rights. And the government stated, we're not stopping people from going, we're just advising them. But yet, if the guard is Shia at Dublin Airport, stopping people from going. So, yeah, so, now, all of a su- so now all of a yeah. sudden it is legally okay, binding. Democratic rights. Yes, yeah, so just, well, just very quickly, Grace, very quickly, Grace. Just to say that as John, any relatives or family of his have gotten sick or will get sick or will die or some way inflicted by this dreadful virus, uh, would he change his mind? No, because infection is out there all the time, and we have to to work that to it. And you're full of, you know. No, please. I know, I know, but she is full of. Yes, sorry, Robbie. Robbie, very quickly. Look at John. Everybody has an opinion on this. Not everybody. Hang on, one at a time. Let, let Robbie finish what he's saying, John. I'll let you respond. People, okay. people want to help and people want to see the back of this. I want to go on holiday. I want to go over the points with a few mates. I want to go to see matches in the stadiums. But at the moment, we can't. And that's what we just have to live with. I don't like it. But, here, know, here. Some, some of us here have got a bit of responsibility about us. Not all of us are against everything that ever happens in the world. And not all of us always want to be against everything that always happens. Sometimes we all have to pull together. And sometimes we don't agree with it. We're not happy. Oh, I'm not happy with it. Oh, I want to get on with my life. And the sooner the better we get on with my life, thankfully that will happen. And, 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 and with the greatest respect, Robbie, how long more, just before we win the break, have a think about this, maybe how long more are you willing uh, to put up with, say, restrictions whereby you can't travel, where you can't go past 5K, where I you can't go to the pub? I suppose until they roll this vaccine out, after that, I kind of have to start thinking, saying, right, let's get on with it, you know, to be honest. 
Okay, well, I've got to take a quick break. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number is 087 John is right. The government of the Guardian are bullying people because their health laws can't override the Constitution. Well, there is part of the Constitution, by the way, uh, that co- is covered under the Health Act, by the way. But uh, there is questions being asked as to whether all of this is constitutional. But then again, I suppose it would t- take a test case in the High Court to find that out for good. Uh, is Europe not one big continent uh, where we're all one big happy family? Or is that just when it suits them? COVID in Ireland, France, Holland, etc 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 is still COVID so uh, what does it matter where I am says Kevin in Limerick he makes a good point and there are many countries who have less less incidents actually Ireland I think was last week we had the highest rate of COVID in the whole of Europe so you were probably safer in any country apart from Ireland how you doing Niall just listening to the topic there you know is a holiday important during the lockdown I don't think so unnecessary travel that's what they're saying right so I can understand the guards turning people home or whatever but listen Michal Martin's going to be hopping on a plane to go to New York on Paddy's Day to meet Joe Biden with a big bowl of stupid shamrock they should be leading by example if he travels to America they've no right to be telling the Irish citizens what to do he was voted in not by us but by another party to run this country and you lead by example if he doesn't do that don't tell the rest of us what to do thanks Morris I couldn't agree with you more in relation to the bowl of shamrock. Although over the weekend I heard people giving out that he was going home to Cork to his missus and his kids. I mean, why would you be giving out about that? He's a necessary worker. He's quite entitled to travel to see his family back and forward to get to work. I'm pretty sure most necessary workers in the country don't live five kilometres from their job. Most probably live more than five kilometres from the job. So it's a ridiculous notion that you can't go home to your own bloody family. There's nobody in the country doing that. Let me go to James. James, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, James? How are you doing, Niall? Uh, James, you have a five-year-old in England... Yeah, now, he, I, he lives. He lives over in England, and uh, well, he's living he, with his mum, I assume, is it? He is. He's living yeah. with his mum, yeah. And okay. I, I'd normally see him once a month, but uh, obviously, with all the restrictions they're putting in place, getting harder and harder to see him. You know, he's only, as he's only five, and he, okay. he doesn't understand. He keeps telling me he misses me, and okay, you know, and, and so okay, so what's the procedure if you want to? I mean, there's no there's no legal requirement to stop you from seeing him because it is covered under the guidelines of separated families, child access, all that kind of are yeah. covered yeah. under the guidelines. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm aware of that, but. Uh, with the new PCR test, I was due to go over in February, in middle of February, to see him and bring him back over for a while because it was coinciding with his midterm break over in okay. over school in England. So it was booked from the start of the year. Mm. And uh, just with the PCR test, because of the 72 hours, okay. you have to get it at least 24 hours before you fly. Yeah. And I was meant to, meant to fly over, uh, pick him up on a Friday, bring him back on the Saturday. But yeah. then the flight was cancelled on Saturday and moved to the Sunday. So the seventy-two hour test would be up before I was due to fly back. Oh, so God, that's a bit of a mess. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's, it's blocking me from from uh, from going again. Right. Okay. Know? It must be very difficult for you, by the way, dealing with that situation. I know it's it's hard for people, you know, who are you know working far from home or have to see their kids far from home or separated families with access to children. That can be very difficult at the moment. Yeah, and I'm, I'm trying to be I'm try, I've tried to be reasonable because. I haven't seen him since last um, November because of this. Oh, that's gosh, but it's that's just, it's just getting It's just getting on now, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure he misses you and you miss him equally as much. So it's a very difficult situation to be in, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. It's tough. Uh, like. And would it, not, could you, would it not be better, say, to come and arrange it? Is he, he's, is he in school, by the way, in the UK? Are the schools open in the UK at the moment? What's the story? Uh, no, he's, his school is closed. But as I said, this, this, this trip was booked from the start of the year. So um, mm. he, he was in school and then the school closed. Yeah, because I'm wondering, um, would it be possible? Because he's probably learning from uh, remotely anyway, and he could learn. He could probably do his schooling from here. Would it not oh, be? Could, would, yeah. it, would it be convenient at the moment while the schools are closed for you to take him for a month, and then your missus to take him for a month? I don't know whether that kind of arrangement could be made. Yeah, no, I, 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 that 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 wouldn't be a problem. Yeah, but yeah. the problem is that uh, with the PCR test, see that if because there's they're not they're only running uh, you know the odd flight 
during the week. Right. So so and to, to, I I've tried to see if I could sort a PCR test over in London when I when I landed. But if, if I got a PCR test on the Friday when I landed, I wouldn't get the results on Monday because they don't give out the results over the weekend. Is there not? Is that? But are there not places that do them privately at the airports? Is there? I think there, there, there is. There is. Yes, there, there is. They're yeah, expensive now. Don't you? They're, 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 no, they I mean, it's like eighty-nine pounds if you're if you're actually flying. So. Yeah, and they give it. To the, you, they give you the test within eight or nine hours. They do, but it, see, I'd be landing on the Friday midday kind of thing, and if I got the test Friday, it says if you get the test on a Friday. You won't have the results. Of the that's, that's not much use to anybody, is it? Exactly. Yeah. yeah so it's kind of, okay. you know, it's kind of. And the only, the only alternative to that is if I was prepared to travel into the centre of London to get a test in there, and they right. have the result out here. But sure, then I, you know, I wasn't planning on leaving the grounds of the airport. I was going to stay in. Well, of course, that would be the most logical thing to do. Yeah. Of exactly. Course. Well, look, I, well, look, I wish you well. That's terrible, James. I'm really sorry. That's a really awkward situation. Now, I hope you get to see your son soon, and I hope you get to bring him over or whatever way it works out between you and your your missus in the UK. It's a very difficult situation for a lot of people, particularly in relationships and what have you. Donald, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Donald? How you doing, Niall? Uh, uh, is well, it irresponsible to head off? Is it, no, I'm going to sunny no. Spain, a viva la España. <laughs> no, it, it is not. The first, thing, let's, the first thing, you're safe for another, more countries now than you are in Ireland anyway. That, well, you probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of the incompetence of this government. And, that's, and it's not down to the COVID, all the COVID. Is it, a lot of it is incompetence. But, Niall, I, brought, I went up to Dublin Airport two weeks ago on a coach to pick up one person, uh, a, a, a French person. Right. And my, the, all the information I had in my email was that she was got this PCR check and everything else like that. No matter. Yeah. So I picked up the person to get into the coach, and while I was traveling down the country, a good bit down the country, I had to come with this person. And I just asked her, did you get this? Did you, were you asked for this PCR check? Now, she came in in her lingus flight from Charles de Gaulle. She wasn't asked for it in Charles de Gaulle. She wasn't asked for it in Dublin Airport. When was it? What day was this? This was two weeks ago. Oh, two weeks ago. Okay. Two weeks ago. And when I got to the location, five members of the family that was picking up this young lady, she hugged every single one of them. Because I got out of the bus to say, you know what I mean? Yeah. To walk the boot for her suitcase and that. And she hugged every single one of them. Right. Now, I can only assume she hugged them all. She's not going into self-isolation. Like. No, she's not going to self-isolation. No. And the sure. other thing, now, the guards are stopping people from going into Dublin Airport. They were stopping them when I was there two weeks ago as well. But what they'll say, what they'll say to you is, we're stopping you for being outside your 5K. We're not stopping yeah, you. Yeah, but that, that's kind of discrimination against people oh, who don't, yes, who don't, this, who don't this, live in swords. <laughs> yes, but this is, what, this is what they'll get away with. They'll, mean they'll get the majority of them, won't they? Because the majority don't live in swords. Don't live in swords, yeah. yeah. But this is what they'll say, I so, you mean... You, you, I know what you're saying, I know what you're trying to but you, you're on to a losing thing because this is the, the crap that was mowed. But I, I, I did hear over the weekend now, and I don't know how true it is, and I want someone to verify it, that they were turning mm. people around. Yeah. That they were basically that, now I don't know if there was a situation, hypothetically, of a family, you know, with suitcases in the boot off, mm. off to Spain where they were literally not letting them go to get into the airport and go on holidays. I don't know if that well, was the case, but well, they were I certainly finding witness, them. I did witness guards talking to passengers in taxis. Yeah, well, I, no, I t- spoke to a taxi driver yesterday and he told me that. He, t- yeah. he said they were stopping no, taxis. I, I, yeah, yeah, I say this to your sector and I'll say it to you once more. If the government are convinced that they're 100% right and all this and everything else like that, why in the name of God would I like you? Why is it TV3 well, and RT getting away with throwing out this propaganda every single night of the week? Well, I can tell you what, if I, if I was Ryanair now, I know Ryanair took a high court case against the state yeah. going back in October. They lost the case based on the fact the state said that they were only advising people and it wasn't binding in yeah. nature. If I was RT or Ryanair's barristers, I'd be strongly thinking about 
Um, although they may not be stopping people from going to the airport, the threat of getting mm. a large fine, for example, for you and the family, because they can find everybody mm. in the car, um, yeah. is enough to basically say that it is legally binding, that they're not allowed. It's now a threat of legal action against you if you travel. Oh, yeah. I have no doubt. The only reason to check fines around Dublin Airport is to stop treatment travelling. Of course, yeah, but that's exactly but, what but, it is. Yeah. But now, because the government are losing the battle on this lockdown, it's not working. People aren't paying it. Well, I, I, I think it's unfair to say people aren't paying attention. I think the majority of people, the vast majority of people, yeah, are being as responsible pe- as they reasonably can. Yeah, but people are waking up now. People are finally copping on, listen, why are we only hearing one side of the story every single night of the week? And, and, the, and finally, the other thing in relation to it, the lockdown doesn't seem to be making any difference in the numbers of cases. Now, I know people are going to say to me, oh, well, the numbers went down last night. That's only because they're not testing close contacts. When they go back to testing close contacts again, they'll go back up again. Yeah. Well. But okay, but listen, I have, to, I have to go to break. Don't lovely talent again. I'm sorry we're Are rushing you. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.